Welcome to the fucking shit show. Let's go. It's your boy, Tom Chong, with season two of Real Talk. And I just want you guys to know that it's about to go down. Alright? So, we got big things happening. Um, We're going to make this a solo. Episode one, kind of update on what's going on. Because I took like, uh, shit, like four or five months off of recording. um, And then was just focusing on my business. And just trying to do well. But, you know, we're back. That's what matters. So we're just going to do a little bit of life update, kind of where I kind of want to go with season two. Um, And we'll start with that. Now, for season two, I plan on doing just about the same thing. Um, Like before, we had 7 p.m. Wednesday nights. It was... You know, episode was dropped and we were talking to different people, uh, different types of people, different professions, different studies, whatever the case was, that's what we were doing. And there's some people who since then have grown into different roles from where they've been on before. So we are most likely going to see some repeat guests. Um, Outside of that, we are going to see some new guests some new guests that have very different perspectives on life um and it's just gonna be super super hopefully fun and educational um and we're gonna try to get into kind of a professional side of things um and try to avoid like those controversial questions that we were doing before um about things like abortion and things like that we're gonna we're gonna look at a professional standpoint um and how people see their future and what their past has led them to become, things like that. So that's where I see this happening. Um, I don't think we're going to be doing every week. I think we're going to end up doing every other week or maybe just when I decide that it's a good time to record or when I find that right person to record, um, I want to be able to get that out, of course. Outside of that, a uh, little life update on what's going on. As everybody knows who listens to the show, I got my license for health insurance, uh, life insurance, accident. So I've been running my business. And it's been, it's been a fucking world, honestly. And um, not that I don't like it. I'm still in my role, still running my business. Um... But it's been, it's definitely been a tough couple of months. And I kind of want to just give somebody insight or people insight on how that business works. Um, And at this point, after being in the business for almost six months now, I can pretty confidently say I've been through the ups and downs. Um, I don't know if I've been... I know I've been at the super bottom for sure. I don't think you can get any more bottom. But just like the way that the offices ran and all the political shit that happens and your good weeks, your bad weeks. I'm not 
really going to be exposing it, but realistically, it, it's going to be exposed on how the business is ran. But you're also going to see it from other other agents' perspectives. So hopefully, we'll be able to get that in at some point. Um, but for me right now, what I did was, if you guys didn't know before, I worked at Donata USA at Tampa International Airport. Um, well, <clears throat> when I got back from school after after December and everything, I was supposed to be rehired pretty much right off the bat. Um, that didn't happen because they had very specific rules on a schedule that you had to be by. And that's when I was just starting my business. And when I was starting my business, essentially I was working 13, 14 hours a day or trying to work 13, 14 hours a day, six days a week, plus another two or three hours on Sundays. Um, so if you could kind of expect that's, it's a lot of hours for one person to be working. And I was expected to be there during my quote unquote probation period, my first 90 days, I was expected to be there from a certain time to a certain time and doing certain things. So I was unable to do that. Coming back around to it, um, after, you know, everything, everything kind of settles down. I'm out of my said probation period. Uh, my first three months essentially is what it is. It's not a probation period, but it's similar. Um, I realized that I wasn't as successful as I thought I would be. Um, and that's kind of like seeing the bad side of things here. But I realized that I wasn't as successful as I was supposed to be or was told I most likely would be. And of course, when, you know, you're, you graduate, right? And then you got student loans you got to pay for. Um, in my case, you know, credit cards, just little things like that. Even though I'm living at home with my parents still, I still have, I still have bills. I, on top of that, I had a really good month and I made a really bad decision. Not really a bad decision, but I made a pretty poor financial decision looking back on it um, that I really can't get out of. And I kind of wanted to show you guys that experience of what happened and how it happened. Um, but essentially, my first three months, I really wasn't doing too hot in regards to making money, um, at least in regards to sales and making my commission. And it was just, it was a little rough. Um, and then there was some political shit that happened in between then and there. Um, I'm now finally settled into my sales team and, and it's, it's, it's becoming proper, uh, so to speak. And my business is starting to run more efficiently um, and I'm producing more consistently so I can more or less expect income each week. Now, what I did was, and now we're kind of getting, we're kind of going to why I'm back at Donata is the fact that I have bills to pay. So I need to, I need to make sure that I have money to be able to pay for my bills, right? I'm not trying to default on loans, nothing. Whatever the deal is, um, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to make it happen. So based off of that, I, I felt like I needed to get a job. I felt like it would make me more productive when I'm in my office um, if I took six hours out of my day to go work a part-time job. 
So there was a lot of decision making. There was a lot of thinking into it. Um, but ultimately, the deciding factor was, you know, I talked to my director, my sales director, and we had a conversation and everything, um, which I didn't do a private conversation with him. I did a, a conversation with my whole team. That way they knew what was going on um, and that they're also in the loop because I wasn't, I didn't want to keep my team in the dark from what was going on. Um, I didn't want rumor spreading. I didn't want people thinking things otherwise, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, my, my leader was super supportive. Um, he wanted to offer to pay my bills and stuff, which I mean, I'm so blessed for that. He offered that, that if I, if, if all I had to do was just not take the job and then just keep doing what I was doing, grind a little bit more, um, learn to get better, pretty much the whole nine yards is just being a better salesperson, being a better 1099 uh, employee business owner, that he would cover my bills for the month. Um, and myself, the reason why, and I thought about it for a few minutes, um, but ultimately I decided that I wouldn't take his offer because I know myself and I was being honest with myself the entire time, right? So essentially what happened was I told him I couldn't do that because I know myself that if I just get that handout and I don't perform like I'm expected to at that point, um, I'm going to feel like a fucking asshole. So I didn't accept that and I wanted to take upon myself and that's just my personality. I wanted to take upon myself to make sure that my bills are paid, that what I'm doing matters, and that everything that I do has some sort of purpose, right? So after everything, um, I decided to take the job back at Donata, made a schedule work. So now we're back at Donata. We're starting actually next week. Um, on a consistent basis which is super cool I'm super excited about it because I love I absolutely love that job nothing's ever gonna say that I don't love that job I don't think um, because at the end of the day that job is super fun and it's a super cool experience but outside of that my terrible financial decision was um, the fact that I bought a new car. So what happened was I really wasn't producing. Um, and then I was on track to make about, I started, I started gaining more traction, so to speak. Right. So in the month of August for the first two to three weeks, I was producing a lot. And that's when I, I went on a different team and I got paid like almost $2,000, one paycheck. That's for one week of work. That's it, just one week. Um, that wasn't even including what I had in my pipeline for the following weeks. Um, and then my, essentially my sales prediction that I made on myself um, of how I would grow. So it was my first week on that team and I wrote my ultimate record and essentially doubled what I made year to date. So if you kind of think about it, I went from you know writing 
over the course of three months writing about 20k to writing about 20k in one week so it was it was quite the hype and um the week following i made a decent amount and everything was going good so i was like hey look i'm trying to make this financial decision where i was kind of stuck in between two where a lot of you guys know i was driving that tundra the big the truck the white truck and the white truck was just too much on gas um at the end of the day that 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 was my ultimate deciding factor was that i didn't need a truck and it was gonna cost me about 60 70 dollars to pump each week and i was like fuck that i don't want that i'd rather just make a 300 car payment and spend 25 30 dollars on gas a week right so i went and bought a car um which i absolutely love my car and the only thing is now i'm stuck with an extra 300 bill each month so that's why i decided to pick up a second job um now granted if i just was more conscious about how i was driving and how often i was driving i probably could have saved a lot of money by just keeping my truck um but i also did want an upgrade i wanted something a little bit different than what i was used to and it was just it was kind of a good situation all in all um and i wanted some more freedom with you know my well a car is not an asset if you think a car is an asset you're wrong um cars are liability but by buying a car i thought i felt like i had more freedom i felt more like a man it made me feel good about buying my own car um and i felt like i could definitely do it then a few weeks later i'm looking at the payment i'm paying it i'm paying the first month's payment and i'm realizing that shit like i'm gonna have to do well the next couple weeks to make sure i get this payment look back and forth a few weeks later i get my my deferred student loans coming in and it's something astronomical um i won't even say the number because i hate it so much but it's it's a big number so then we realize that okay we got investments that we have to do each week um into different things and we have credit card payments we have to make monthly and then we have car payments and then now tack on this which essentially almost tripled my monthly bills so something had to be done um and something was done and that's kind of a very rough very vague sort of breakdown on how my career is going right now um given i still love my job as an insurance broker and i i mean i complain about it almost every day because the hours suck um and then working if you know anything about working with customers customers fucking suck um so i just yeah that's that's just the fucking cold hard truth honestly and we just want to make sure that you know we get it out that way people understand what it's like uh it's not easy running your own business um and then there's a few tips that i have for people because people people want to be in the business the business is the business is honestly great it's booming um but you have to understand that there's repercussions to working your own job uh working your own business and 
that's something that I did not know when I joined this firm. Um, but we're going, we're, we just rolled up into the house and I'm going to head inside and we're not cutting this. We're still not editing our video, our, our episodes. Um, but that's kind of just what I wanted to talk about. And, you know, our next guest is most likely going to be Anthony Padilla, as you guys heard in the little trailer episode that I posted. So we'll see exactly how it goes. We'll see what works, what doesn't work. Um, always, always hit me up. Let me know what you want to hear, what, you know, what you don't like hearing. I don't care. If it fucking sucks, so many it fucking sucks. All right. But that was a little wrap up on how life's going. Um, maybe we'll get more in depth. Uh, and I think as we talk to other people, you're going to see kind of the ups and downs of the business and... You know, it should be it should be interesting. We're we're gonna try to talk to a lot of different people because a lot of different people are in different different professions now, um, from what I've known before. And it should be very, very interesting. But this is the first episode of season two, Real Talk with your boy Tom T. Deuces!